Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast here, episode 92. Pumbaa is gone. Of course, B-Russ is gone, and uh, Pumbaa actually has boots on the ground here. Uh, this weekend, he is going to the Ohio State football game, and then he is going uh, to the Jags-Colts game. So uh, follow at Cakes on Twitter. He'll be tweeting out some uh, videos, hopefully. I try to pull his leg and do some videos, and he'll be tweeting out some pictures, too. So uh, Pumba is a busy man here this weekend with boots on the ground. But uh, we bring in on, of course, uh, the, the gentleman that runs the Throwing Bows account at Von Flu Choke, who also had boots on the ground last week at the UFC 268. My man, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing great. It's uh, it's good to see you. Uh, good to be on. Glad to be on. Yeah, boots on the ground this weekend. Uh, UFC 268. It was it was a blast. We had a good time. I don't know. Like I said, my voice is just just starting to come back. It's been a, it was a long long weekend. <laughs> well, man, it looked like you had fun. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we can just kind of start right out the gate. Uh, you, you met the world of t-shirts guy. Uh, if everybody, if nobody knows who that is, he's the the gentleman from TikTok and uh, a really goofy guy. Uh, I, it's hard to describe him. Uh, so if you just kind of want to go, how, how'd that interaction go? Yeah. I mean, the King of New York, man, you can't, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was juiced. So me, me and my, me and my buddies were walking. My, one of my friends was like, he wanted to go get some sort of watch accessory, something from Macy's. So we were like, let's walk from our hotel to this giant Macy's in New York city. And, uh, I honestly didn't even see him at first. He's also a very, very short dude. I don't know how tall you pictured him to be. Um, but he's like five, three. I mean, he is incredibly short. I was going to say um, like five, 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 six. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's <laughs> incredibly short. Um, so I basically, we were walking and one of my friends goes, is that Joshua? And I was like, are you talking about like, like world of t-shirts? And he was like, yeah, like, like the TikTok dude, I turned around. I've never ran so fast in my life. I turned around and sprinted after this kid. So I like tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, Joshua, Joshua. He's like, oh, what's up, man? And you know, in his <laughs> voice. And I was just like, uh, like big fan. Could I, could I get a picture? Do you still like charge for pictures? And he's like, no, but I do accept donations. And I was like, do you have, do you have Venmo? And he's like, no, only cash app. And I didn't have any cash app or any money on my cash app. So Unfortunately, couldn't toss him any money, but he let me get the picture. Cool guy. I went to like dap him up. Don't think he knows how to dap anybody up. He gave me a, a pretty, pretty weird high five. But again, super nice guy. I mean, let me get a picture. Uh, just happened to be wandering around New York City, Manhattan by himself per usual. Yep. So yeah, I mean, that was that was basically that it all happened so fast. I didn't really remember a lot of it afterwards. Um it just happened so fast. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He, he got some uh, world t-shirts. Josh, of course, got, got some heat on Twitter. Uh, the whole fit or uh, on, on uh, TikTok, the fish thing. Uh, he was like yep. uh, murdering fish or, or something like that. And then, uh, of course, the charging for a picture. Uh, yes. Asking people, yes, you can take a picture, but you got to give me five, ten bucks or whatever. So good for you, man. You, you, you got out of it without having to give him a donation. <laughs> blessed. Blessed. 
Awesome. So just, just describe the atmosphere, New York city. Uh, I, I've been there a few times, uh, you know, back in the past, uh, when I was younger in high school and, and early college days, but you know, obviously with COVID things have changed and stuff like that. And just, just kind of describe the whole atmosphere that, that was going down there. Yeah, it was wild. It was actually my first time in New York city. Um, I, there was just so much going on. I, I I've never really like experienced anything like that. It's, it's just so big. There's so much to see. You don't know, know how much to cover. It was cool having a lot of like UFC fans in the area and stuff. Like you don't really get to hang out with like a huge group of UFC fans like that all the time. So it was cool. It's just seeing those, those kinds of people and, and everything, but it's just New York city is such a wild mix of people, as you know, as, as everyone who's been knows. And uh, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. It was fun for a weekend. I have no idea how people live there. Big props to anybody that lives there. Um, but yeah, it was, I would say like COVID definitely made it, I guess, a little different. You know, we had to show our, our Vax cards at a couple like plate, like bars, restaurants, MSG, things like that. But for the most part, it was pretty, I, I guess, what I would imagine is regular New York City. I mean, there was tons of, tons of people out and about and yeah, it was wild. A lot, a lot to take in. I have no idea. I, we were there for like three days and I still, I feel like I saw none of it and have no <laughs> idea what, what was going on. Yeah. There's just so much to do, right? I mean, three days isn't enough, you know, a week, two weeks isn't enough. There, there's so much yeah. to do there. So I, I know you're a big food guy. Uh, you, of course, everybody can follow you on Twitter at Von Flute Choke. Uh, and, and of course you're a big food guy. You went to B-dubs Thursday night. This is dropping Friday, of course, November 12th. Uh, food in new york city did, did you get anything any any recommendations uh, for anybody out there yeah we went to this uh pretty crazy uh, like authentic italian spot i no idea where it was i wasn't really in the right headspace but it was uh it, it was good it was it was really good we went to an irish pub called uh pig and whistle on uh saturday and okay. it, before the fights if you're ever in town um definitely hit hit that place up that place was awesome especially if you love you know the irish atmosphere which i've i'm a big fan of so th that was cool the people were just so nice um trying to think i don't i don't think we had anywhere else like uh, crazy crazy um we did go to the world's largest applebee's for nice, uh, nice. For, a, for a beer before the fights um i was it like double it decker just, it's like three stories oh, damn. Uh, it's like right next to times square and uh we went because we were like oh they, they probably have cheap beer here no no it was still eight dollars <laughs> for a modello before Damn. the fights but it was that's crazy yeah. that's crazy but yeah I, i'd say that italian spot and the, the irish pub were like the big spots i had some pizza at like five in the morning could not tell you <laughs> where that was from but you know i know i had it so that's yeah, yeah. big <laughs> that's awesome when i was i went to new york go oh, my senior year of high school and uh one of the last days we were there i was like super sick super sick um but my my family and my sister like went out to eat to this nice italian restaurant just off of off times square and and i was like you know it's our one of our last nights here i gotta go i, I gotta get out so me you know the 17 year old me i think i was a senior in high school i, I was just walking by myself you know down times square and it, it's it's awesome, man. It's, it's frightening at times because there's just so many lights and things like that. And just so many different people and stuff like that. But uh, it, it was a hell of a time. Great, great city, great city. Nonetheless, yeah. I actually walked by MSG, of course, where UFC 268 was. So I, I didn't get to go inside MSG, but uh, obviously you were there uh, for UFC 268. So just kind of uh, break it down from UFC perspective. How, how cool was the setup there at MSG? 
Yeah, I mean, it was sweet just like walking around uh, the couple couple of days before Friday. We actually went to the weigh-ins at the at the Hulu theater inside of there, uh, the ceremonial weigh-ins. It was sweet. Um, we saw a couple of fighters just like walking around outside MSG. And then Friday night, I uh, was kicked out, locked out of my hotel room, I guess you could say. I, I don't know if you, <laughs> many of you guys saw the tweets, but but yeah, I was I was locked out of my hotel room for a while. And so I was walking around MSG, just around the, the general area. Uh, but then Saturday, I mean, from the second we got in there, uh, I some people even said on the broadcast, I saw like the place was filling up fast, which is rare for UFC events because normally people will come later, like the more rich people or people that just are there to be yep. there kind of thing. But the place was filling up fast. It was easily the coolest venue I've ever been to. I don't know that like there, I don't know that there's a cooler venue in the world. It was, it's so compact too. So there's like so many people, but it's so loud because it's so compact. Like in the Knicks playoff games last year when it was so loud in there, you know, LeBron loud ass hell uh up in there but in msg but yeah it was it was so loud so fun uh everybody around us just going crazy it, it was nuts especially like once the main card started and everything and it started out with a banger of a fight too it got so loud uh just electric atmosphere i'm not sure that i'll ever get to experience anything like it again honestly yeah, no, that, that's awesome. I know you had a uh, video uh, on Twitter, of course, from your account, the electric walkout from uh, John Allen. And uh, just kind of describe that, how that I'm looking at the video right now, you know, the lights are going all around the crowd. There's just you know, all those different colors and, and just an electric atmosphere, like you said. Yeah, it was really cool seeing the guys walk out. John Allen walked out to Empire State of Mind. So that was really cool. I kind of wish it would have happened later like on the main card because again there's not that many people there the lights are usually crazier for like the main guys but uh Cole Covington walked out to the the Kurt Angle theme uh as he has a couple times with it with the you suck going so the whole entire MSG is screaming you suck and it's just so loud and and they have the lights going and it's like stars like like the American flag is like basically being shined around I I'll definitely have to post up a video of that too. But yeah, it was, it was unreal. The walkouts, I think for sure, my favorite, not my favorite part, like including the fights, but it's so cool seeing those guys walk out and how loud it gets in there and, and the music and everything. One question I did have, uh, my guy is, uh, is it really that dark in there? Like, is all the lights just only on, on the ring? Is it really that? Yeah. Dark? Yeah. So the way they do it, like in between fights, it's, it's bright in there, but then when the walkouts come on, they'll do the whole lighting show and then it'll be bright again for like the, the uh, basically the announce, like the introductions for the yeah. fighters and whatnot. And then. Oh. Right when the fight starts, it'll go dark and they'll have all the spotlights. It's pretty cool. It's pretty. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that's so cool. Uh, did you, Oh, there we go. Okay. We're, we're battling some internet connection here. Here we go. So we're, we're all good. Um, did you have a favorite moment? Uh, not necessarily from a fight or, or anything like that. Just when you were inside MSG, did, did you just like, man, that was my favorite moment for the trip? Yeah. I mean, I would say round one, like I said, the, the main card that it opened up with Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler, which I would say is one of the better fights of all time, honestly. And the first round of that fight is probably the craziest round in, in MMA history. 
So, uh, I mean, the place was just screaming from start to finish of the first round. I mean, the whole fight was nuts, but the first round especially, everybody was on their feet. Everybody was jumping, screaming, everything. It was so loud in there. Nobody could breathe. Like, we were all shaking after the first round because we it was like the first time we could catch our breath in like five minutes because everybody was just yelling the entire five minutes because it was nuts these dudes were killing each other the so. uh the weigh-ins the weigh-ins too that that looked fun you obviously went to the weigh-ins and, and all that stuff uh is that was that the same energy as as the main event yeah i think uh one of my friends put it best he goes to a lot of events and he said the weigh-ins is when it really starts to feel real you know, you get to see all these guys up close and, and in person and Joe Rogan's there and he's announcing it all and, and going off about, you know, everything. And then they get to face off against each other and you can kind of see like, what's the vibe like? Do these guys hate each other? Do these guys like each other? Do they respect each other? Whatever. And uh, yeah, I would I, I would say the weigh-ins, the weigh-ins was sweet. I'm, I'm glad we were able to to go to those because it was it really did make it feel real and you get to see everybody so up close and and in person and everything for kind of the first time yeah for sure how, how long does it go um is it like all night like did you get you mentioned you, you ate pizza at 5 a.m was that that uh, morning no i well yeah <laughs> no actually that was the night before but okay. but yeah we uh we so we got there at the the doors opened at five the fight started at six Okay. We got there just after six and I think we left at like one forty-five. I mean, it was a late card because the last two fights were championship fights. So they're 25 minutes and they both went the distance. So like it, it, they're late, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a long time. I mean, that's the thing about, that's the thing I like most about going to UFC events. I think is like, yeah, you're paying a decent amount, but it's like, these guys only fight once every so often and you're there literally all night. So yeah. you can really make the most of it. And like we did make the most of it and MSG is not cheap. So uh, <laughs> I was going to ask, so, uh, did you guys get any beers or any food? Uh, what were the yeah. Price? I mean, Bud Lights were like, like they were tall Bud Lights. They were probably, I mean, they were, they were big, uh, big cups from the tap, but they were like, 15 or 16 bucks a piece and then uh i think i got chicken tenders and fries um and those were like 14 bucks or something like that um so yeah i think i i spent like yeah decent amount of money on msg (laughs) but it was it was it was worth it i mean it was one of those things where we knew going into the weekend we're gonna spend a lot of money this weekend because it's new york city and and that's what i was saying i don't know how people live there like i don't know how people have the money it's crazy it's crazy Oh, I know some of those uh, apartment complexes, you know, th- stuff like that, even, even the food, you know, you, you go to the Applebee's, you think, oh, this should be a cheap beer and you're still paying, you know, eight, 10 bucks for a Modella or a Bud Light or what, what have you. So how, how'd the bets go though? You had a full card. Uh, you had a yeah. what 12 way parlay. Um, you, you, you were all out. You had a three way parlay too, a couple other parlays. So just to, overall, how'd the bets go? Yeah. Me and my friends were ensuring that, that we hit on literally everything. Um, <laughs> So honestly, I didn't, I didn't have that great of a weekend. Like we were, we were really excited. I went a little heavy on the props and I think that that killed me, but I had in the main event, I had Kamaru Usman to win by knockout in the third or fourth round at like plus 650. And I had some weird, like he wins in the last minute of the second round 
or yeah, last minute of the second round or first minute of the second round. And he dropped Colby twice in the last minute of the second round and couldn't finish him. And that paid at plus 1200 and I had a unit on it and it would have paid everything back. I think I finished down pretty, pretty heavy, well, like 10 or 11 units or something, which is about what I won last weekend. So yeah, it was, it was a rough, rough time, but we were basically just like, look, we got to put money on every single fight, pick props for every single fight, go crazy because we're here. We might as well. And, and, and yeah, I mean, so it was, again, wasn't the best, but, but um, all the, basically every, almost everyone that I uh, had picked to win the fight won the fights except for a couple dogs we laid. Um, but I just missed on so many props that it wasn't, yeah, it was, it was a tough weekend. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. We bounce back. Absolutely. You got to do that. Right. When, when you're in person, you, you got, you have to bet everything uh, from, from, from the props to, to everything. So, but overall uh, my man, how, how's this season gone? UFC for you. How, you've been doing pretty well. Yeah, I've been killing it. I mean, this is definitely where I've been, where I've been making my money back from from college football, no doubt, and and, and NFL and, and everything. But yeah, I've been, I've been doing really well. Um, we had a killer weekend last weekend, or two weekends ago, I guess now, and then this past weekend, uh, basically went went even from the weekend before. Um, but yeah, I think I've been really kind of switching up my strategies a decent amount. I have props available now, so I think I'm going to look into. Uh, narrowing my plays a little bit and then uh just putting some singles some parlays and and calling it but but yeah I've been honestly I've been killing it like it's it's been great I think it's uh I've been really seeing things seeing the board seeing how the fights are gonna end and uh it's been going really well yeah that's awesome now our next uh UFC 269 I believe is what December 11th um that's about a month away so you probably haven't dove into it too much but uh, just a little preview of that do you have one at all yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Like there's a there's a lot going on there. Um, I think I don't know if you had seen, but uh, um, Jorge Masvidal versus Leon Edwards just dropped off that card, which yep. I'm a little bit sad about just because of the fact that uh, just because of the fact that I knew the public loves Jorge Masvidal, and that was gonna be pretty pretty easy money for Leon there. Um, but yeah, Charles Oliveira, I think he's like my, or plus one twenty five right now. Dustin's minus one forty five ish. I know that's the UFC website odds; they're normally a little off. But I love Dustin Poirier in that fight. I think um, he's just really good. Charles Oliveira is really good too. But I think it's going to be hard not to lay Dustin Poirier in that fight. Although uh, after what Justin Gaethje just did to Michael Chandler and didn't knock him out and, and Charles Oliveira was able to, I think that's, that's crazy. Um, and then Amanda Nunez is going to kill Juliana Pena as, as always, but yeah, we get uh, Sean O'Malley back on that card. Nice. I know a lot of people love Sean O'Malley. Um, Dominic Cruz returns against Pedro Munoz. That'll be really fun. It's going to be an, another crazy card. They really loaded up the end of the year here. It's a shame we lose Mazadal Edwards, but I think we're going to, see some better fights come come out of that later down the road yeah i know uh, obviously you're a big ufc guy but uh, do you uh, dive into boxing a little bit darren williams versus frank gore uh frank gore coming up uh undercard at jake paul's next event uh, you have a dog in the fight there yeah i i, I told you guys i don't lose celebrity <laughs> boxing bets i just i refuse i i know i gave you guys that play uh probably a couple months ago now v vitor belfort was like minus 110 uh yeah. against uh, whoever 
uh, Evander Holyfield, that's who it was. And he moved to like minus 250 and knocked him out in the first round. And uh, that was just like one of those things where I think there's very bad lines in boxing and celebrity boxing matches. And uh, I think this is another one of those. I saw Darren Williams opened up at like minus 225. The public loves Frank Gore. And I mean, really, if you if you don't know anything about it, why would you not pick Frank Gore? The dude's yeah. a tank. Like, I, I would assume that almost everyone in the chat would have picked Frank Gore. And uh, But Darren Williams, man, he, he co-owns Fortis MMA, one of the top-tier MMA gyms. All the guys from there say, yeah, Darren gives us work. Darren spars with us. He's a real fighter. He's a real boxer. He's not a celebrity boxer. He can. He's got hands. Um, and I think that's really ringing endorsement. He also has six inches on Darren Williams. Uh, as, as Soup pointed out, he wrestled in high school. Like the dudes fought before. He's he's a real fighter. And, and Frank Gore's a tank. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's going to be able to knock him out. I don't think Mike Tyson in his prime could have knocked out Frank Gore. But uh, but yeah, Frank Gore is a beast. But I, I, don't, I think Darren Williams is going to touch him up for however many rounds they go uh, uh, there on the undercard of that Jake Paul Tommy Fury. <laughs> <laughs> which will be another fun one but but yeah i love darren williams the public's gonna love frank gore look for that line to move to under minus 200 and when it does snatch it up yeah. snatch it up awesome frank gore uh, was in the league what last year uh with the jets at age, age 37 so uh, a lot of those running backs you know uh, don't make it out of their late 20s and uh, frank gore still scoring touchdowns uh in the late 30s there so so that's awesome well uh my man anything else uh, you have any uh any other things you want to add from your trip to NYC and UFC 268? Um, not that I can think of. It was a great weekend. I'm blessed that I was able to go and everything. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe the Dolphins won tonight. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> Big upset win there. Um, I'm, I'm happy for them. Happy for Jacoby. Happy, happy for uh, Miles Gaskin. Happy for all those guys. And I also can't believe, well, I can believe it because I bet it. Um, that Pitt and UNC went under 72 tonight. That's another, that's another I need one. That. <laughs> it, it happens. So, uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's about all I got. I don't, it was a great weekend. Uh, can't wait to go to some more fights. We're already planning our next trip probably in the, in the spring sometime, maybe have to go out to Vegas or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah. A blast. Awesome. Awesome. You've uh, been boots on the ground a few times uh, with the network here. So that's awesome. I know we love it. And I know the followers love it too. So just great content as always. Again, you can find him at Von Flew Choke on Twitter. And of course at Throwing Bows is the UFC podcast. So thank you uh, for, for, for coming on. Thank you for uh, letting the listeners of the Mount Lockmore podcast uh, kind of into the UFC world a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been learning with you, uh, not with you, but uh, from, from all your stuff, obviously you're, you're the, you're the expert. So I've been, uh, I've been trying to learn as much as I can, just trying to get into it more. So love having you on, man. Love uh, having you part of the network and just appreciate uh, all, all you've been doing. For sure, man. I really appreciate everything putting me on and uh, having me on as well. I love talking about this stuff. It's, it's what I like to do. So uh, for sure anytime anytime at all appreciate it Sound, sounds good this so this won't be the last time uh we'll, we'll bring you on the mount lockmore sure. podcast so for there sure. we go episode 92 in the books thank you ladies and gentlemen again coda cappers on twitter www.codasportscappers.com on the interweb and uh, good luck to all your bets this weekend and uh, we'll see everybody back on monday peace <laughs>